it's interesting. I've seen different uh, citations of this nitziv that we're doing. Um, some reference it to the people just either had different simple understandings of what he's talking. What's he talking about? Is he talking about a shadchan, or is he talking about a masada kedushin? Is he talking about officiating a wedding, which there are many cite this, or is he saying it's lazavig? That's his language that he used. The question is, can you be mezavig? What does it mean to be mezavig? It doesn't say lashadeich. It means to be mezavig. It's a little funny language, right? Lazavig means to marry off. It seems seems that people took it different ways. Okay, I mean it's a similar shaila. Okay, let's begin here. All right, get us back into the game. We've been talking about uh, the Isra of Misayeya. When is one not allowed to engage in uh, helping somebody out in an Avera? So just to recap briefly, we've, uh, we've, discussed, we've been discussing Toysus and Shabbos. And the Russian Shabbos seem to indicate that there's a prohibition to even... Uh, Rabavi, welcome. And um, we've been talking about um, Toysus and Shabbos. Toysus and Shabbos holds that you're not allowed to help a Jew do any Avera, even if he could do it without you, even if he doesn't really need you. If, for example, the case of the Ani sticking his hand to pick an apple out, and he's going to carry from your house to outside, and you're just holding it there. You're not doing anything. You're just being a statue. That's the Toysus, that's Asr. Asr midrabbonon. We spoke in Mishnah Berurah that says that it could be that if you could stop him and you don't, you may violate a Daraisa. Um, but most Achrenim are assuming it's the Rabbanon. And then the question was that Taisus and Avaita Zara says that if he doesn't need you, it's Mutter. How do you reconcile those two things? The Ramah brought them as two shitas. The Shach says there's not really two shitas. One's dealing with a mummer and one's dealing with a regular Jew. What's that supposed to mean? What's wrong with a mummer? Why, why, why don't you have to stop a mummer from doing an Avaita? So we spoke out Douglas Ravava, Rav Moshe Feinstein, and they understood it doesn't necessarily mean someone who's not from. It means someone who doesn't care, someone who's amazed. He's literally vitaling the tire because he just doesn't care. Um, as opposed to if you'd have a mummer, person who doesn't care about the tire, but he doesn't know this is an Avera, he's a show gig. So then, then you'd have a mitzvah free show. That was that. That was the sheet that we spent a few weeks on. Last week we presented a new perspective of how to answer this question, this theory in Taisus. and that was from the Binyanzi and the Arach Laner, Rav Etlinger. Where he writes that, no, the difference is, the critical difference is, is at which point in time do you step into the game? Are you there? Are you helping him out as he's about to perform the Aveira? The Shas Aveira, that was the, that was the criteria. Or is this pre the Aveira? You know, he's picking up your lawnmower from your house before he goes cutting his grass during Shnasa Shemitah, was the example that we gave. I'm not there, I'm not helping him facilitate this Aveira right now. It's a little different than if uh, he's asking me to pass him the, you know, the KFC fried chicken. That's, that's, that's handing him the Isser. We did say the Binyan Sin was even willing to go a little bit further and say, even that's not Shas Maisa, because until it's in his mouth, until he's chewing the Isser, maybe that's not Shas Maisa. And that was a Chiddush. We're going to see the Nitziv tonight. He's going to say that he had a wrong gears in the rush to even have such a Havamin. Of course, that's called Shas Maisa. You know, handing him him the trefus that that you can't call And this is an important getter because we're going to see many achreinim agree to this principle, this chilik of the binyan Um his contemporaries, and and later that that this is a good good uh, good chilik if it's bishas or 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 prior to the avera. So what would come out? What would come out to legabe this shaila right now as we speak? What would follow is is that according to According to the Shach, so if you're if we're dealing with Tinakish and Ishbu, we want to know, can you be Mishadech, someone who's not religious, someone who's not religious, and you know they're not going to keep Hilchas Nida, no, they're not going to keep Taras Mishpacha. So it comes out that uh, if he's a Shogig, he doesn't know anything, he doesn't know Hilchas Nida, and he was never taught, he's a Tinakish and Ishba. the Pashta says he's a Shogig, and therefore, and therefore you would have to be Mafrashim, you would have to, you would not be allowed to do such a Shidduch. Um, one other, however, we saw from the Chubas of Ramosha, where we had a caterer who had the similar type of Shaila. And Ramosha said, you know, to, to host a wedding where the person's not going to be from, and he's not going to, he's not going to follow, he's not going to follow the halacha. Um, regarding dancing, Ramosha still said that it's better to host, uh, ho- let, let the from caterer host the wedding, because then at least 
think at least that he's at least they're gonna eat kosher food. It's worthwhile. It's worthwhile so that you can eat kosher food. So that was uh, I think Dr. Elman mentioned that last last week. A few others have mentioned this as well. Is that here if we enable these um, these people to get married, they're not religious, so they may not know about anything about Taras Mishpacha, but it's better than the marrying a goy, and that's that's really a concern, and that, that Rav Moshe would also play a factor, if that's a concern. It could be in the times of the Nitziv, it wasn't such a concern, you know, everyone was looking to marry a Jew, and it really depends on the person's affiliation, you know, how associated is he with, the, with, with orthodoxy. Um, you know, many people, I remember my cousin once went on birthright, my cousin, unfortunately, is not religious, and she told me, like, the question where they, like, they told them that they feel that there'll be accomplished birthright if everyone walks away marrying someone who's Jewish. You know, forget keeping sure retirement says we just want to make sure you guys marry Jews. That's what they told them. You know, it depends on the generation that you live in, where your where's your threshold. Okay. Um, but strictly speaking, if that's not a concern that they're gonna marry someone who's not from, so according to the Shah, according to Ramosha and the Naidi Bihuda's understanding, that would be that wouldn't be allowed. The Avnei Nezer also wouldn't be allowed because they're not re- he's not really a mummer, a mummer lahachis, unless is a person who's a mummer lachal Shabbos. And this could be even true by a Tinek Shanishba. Even if it's Latay Avain, I think I mentioned this last week, if you have a person who's not from and they're ready to violate Shabbos, even if there's 10 people there, even if there's a, you know, the God there, they don't care, um, then. And then they're going to be then they're going to be considered a mummer in this regard. And then, um, anyways, you wouldn't have a chi of hafrishay. According to the binyan Sian, is this shas ma'isa? It's not really shas ma'isa. They're not uh, they're not engaging in contact in, in isuri nida right now. So what's uh, what am I doing? I'm saying here, I have someone who you might be interested in marrying. That that doesn't seem that would be shas ma'isa. However, the last point that we mentioned from the binyan Sian was. Was that the ritva, the ritva, and Avaida Zora use the language of itava? If is the is the is the Jew asking you to help him out? Does he show? Does he present this case? Can you help me mow my lawn? I need I need a lawn mower during Shemitah because I want to mow my lawn. He's expressing the Isr clearly to you. So then says the ritva, uh, the way that the Binyan Sin interprets it is that, that that wouldn't be allowed, even if it's not Shas Maisa. Even if he's not mowing the lawn, this you're not you're not giving him the, the lawnmower on and, and helping him, you know, get it across his lawn. You're not doing that. It's not Shas Maisa. It's before the Aveira. Even so, says the, says the Binyan Sin, based on the Ritva, he wouldn't be allowed to do it because you know that that's what he wants to do. Ah, once we threw this into the mix, so then it became a little, little less simple to be Mekel because when a person gets married, Hakol Yoyden Lomakala Nechnesis Lechapa. What, that's that's part of the purpose of getting married. That's under that's understood um, of the interest of, of marriage, and maybe the binyan scene would not allow it because of that. What's going to be interesting is we're going to see it here in this mesh uh, of davar. The nitziv we're going to get back to it tonight. He's going to cite the binyan scene. He's only going to cite the first part. He's not going to cite the second part from the ritva. He's only going to say, well, according to the binyan scene, that it's a, all it has to do with shas ma'isa or not shas ma'isa, and we're good to go. Well, what about the Tava? What about the Vadaya Ois? He's for sure going to violate him because we know that that's what they're doing. That's when, when people get married. The Nitziv is not going to deal with that. So that's just a Ha'ara to keep on in the back burner when coming up the Lalach Lamaisa um, from the Binyan Sian's perspective. Okay, so let's have a little fun tonight because we're going to, uh, we're going to see more Arayas um, uh, supporting this shita, this shita of the binyan Sian, of the nitziv and of others, we're going to see the ksav cipher um, needs support, needs needs rias from the shas, and and they're in, they're very nice, interesting rias. So let's let's deal with it. So let's go back to the nitziv. That's where we started from. We are on. It's on page one of the handout, and um, it's in this. It's on the left hand column, second paragraph. I would say it's about halfway through the paragraph, almost halfway through the paragraph. Says like this, then it's if to resolve this uh, quandary, this stira between t- the two Taisusin, two rushes, and I'm gonna tell you what he says, is if I want you to just know, I agree that he's gonna have to say this because the, what the Shach said is very difficult. 
You know, Shafilu Chayv Lavishas Chaver Yisrael Meiser Kedisa Babakamash Akolman Tzuvin Alav Lavarik Deshe Yaver Shelo Yaver Chaver Babayiro. We have a Gemara in Babakama is that I'm allowed to go and destroy my friend's chametz so he doesn't violate it. So it cannot be, it cannot cannot accept the shach. Basically saying without bringing the shach, it can't be that there ever exists an example that I'm, I'm not obligated to stop someone from doing an avera. If I have an opportunity to stop a Jew from doing an avera, I should try to do it. Rather, there has to be some other chilek. Okay, so, um, sorry, did I just skip? I apologize. I, I went back a, few, a long by accident. Um, because can't accept the shach. If it's during the, the, the exact moment that the person's committing the Avera, you cannot help him out at all. If you could stop him, if he's going to listen to you, you can grab the, the chefza away from him, take it away, grab it away. However, when it's not shasavera, there's a difference. Only a case where the, you know the guy's probably going to eat the trephus when you hand it to him, even though he's not doing it now. But it doesn't matter. He's not doing it right now. It's shaloi b'shan savera. And this, that's what Tosafot Avodah is talking about. Says the Nitziv, v'zehachilik emes uborer. The dasa Tosafot Rosh. There's no other way out. I don't accept the shach. He's not even going to bring the shach. Pasha that this is the this is this is the pshat in Tosafot in the Rosh. Parenthetically, elavasha kosav agoyin shom b'shem harosh dafilu lepiv shalamomer lo mikri b'shas ma'isa. What the Binyan Sin was Medaik in the rush that we saw that even if you're putting it into his mouth, but he hasn't digested it yet, that's also not Chas Maisa, says the says the Nitziv. Um, sorry, I can't accept that. Hey, lush in a rush, Hilkoch Osir Lahoshin Lumarim Dover Israel, Lip Pihen Shalahen into their mouths. Hey, the Kaibitrev Dinara, the Mechilis Kvaid Tairasai, the Mechilis Kvaidai, Nuscha Mishubeshes Nizdam Naloi. He got a bad, he got a wrong Nusach. The the the, the binyan see and sometimes you know back then they didn't all have the, the fancy shulchan aruchs and gemaras so whatever you got you got whatever copy you got and sometimes there was mistakes in them you know any it's funny every new edition of any sefer you open it up it says in this edition we fixed the thousands of mistakes in the previous edition and if you open up the previous edition they say in this edition we fixed the thousands of mistakes in the previous edition so everyone's finding thousands of mistakes. So you can imagine Svarim back then, and you look at older Svarim, you will find mistakes. Um, so fine. So Nizdam, so he had a, he had a wrong nusach because the Nitziv says Hanusach Barash is as follows: Davar Iser Afilu Shelohen, even if it belongs to the mummer, even if it belongs to the to the person who's committing Navera, it's his object, and he's just like, can you please pass me? You know, I purchased that hot dog from Nathan's or wherever, right? Can you pass that to me? You know, it's mine. So even there, if he can't get it without me, says the rush, that's that's still usher. That's how that's the that's the real gear Okay, fine. So the Tiv is saying is that if you're putting it into his mouth, you're hand, feeding it to him. Um, this is actually a shaila. My one of my chavrusas, old chavrusas, once had his wife is a uh, speech pathologist, and uh, part of Part of her nest, her work is where you feed, you help feed um, uh, their eating skills. You're not teaching them how, 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 how to eat properly. So sometimes, you know, you go to public school and what, you know, say, okay, I want to teach the child how to swallow correctly. And um, what happens is, is that they say, okay, here, here's the trephist. Okay, the kid's Jewish. Okay, not from, here's the trephist. Can you feed it to the kid? You know, the kid's going to eat trephist anyways. You know, you're just trying to to help them, show them how to do it. You're putting it in their mouth. You know, put it this side of your tongue. Well, I don't, I don't know all the details. But that's this Shaila. So the Binyan Sin had a tzad to say that that's not called Chasavera. But then Siv says that's that's unacceptable. Now I just want to point out the base of Frayim, of Frayim's uh, Almargolius. He writes in a tshuva that even though it's an important thing to know, he says that even though we saw in the Gemara Avodah Zara. That betray every dinara is aser, bechad every dinara is mutter. When he could get it himself, he doesn't need me. So let's say I'm that I'm I, I'm that therapist. I'm sitting there with the kid. It's on the table. The kid could put it in his mouth. 
doesn't need me. I'm just going to show him how to do it. So is that is that called that's because he can do it. He doesn't need me. Says the base Hafrayim, but if you're the one who's putting it directly in his mouth, you're not handing him. The Gemara is talking about being Meshach Kais Lenazar. You're handing him the cup. He's putting the cup down. But if you put the cup down, that's going to be an Iser Darais of Lifna Iver, or the base Hafrayim. So it's no longer just the Shmuz about Messiah there. There really is could be Lifna Iver. Um, I don't think, I think from the Binyan scene, you see not like that, because he's only dealing with Messiah, even when it comes to putting in his mouth. Okay, seems to be Machlech Esachreinim. Okay, so now here's a very interesting raya that the Nitziv has to support this shita of the Binyan If you remember a few weeks ago, when we started this tshuva, the, the Nitziv in the first paragraph brought a, uh, excuse me, right at the top of this paragraph, brought a Tesefta and Demai, which says as follows. Let's continue reading here. Bereisha, it says, Ruvain says, I don't want to eat bread. He's going on a diet. The Amar Lai, and then he said, he makes a nether. He's not going to eat bread. The Amar Lai, he tells his friend, Tenly, can you pass me that, that loaf of bread? I'm going to eat it. So the Gemara said, the, the Bryce says it's Osir. You're not allowed to give it to him. He made a nether. He's not allowed to eat this bread. No, forget the diet. He made a nether. So says says the says the Nitziv, Hare Beresha, lo diek beloshen lo yoshit. What does it say there? If you look back at the top of this own this paragraph right here, it's the fourth line where he cites the brisa. Hayanoder menakikar oimer tenli vaychlenu avatiach lenaker. That I saw is that uh, I looked it up in the Farshan and Tesefta. Explain that if a melon was bit by a snake, I, I don't care. You're not allowed to eat a melon that's bit by a snake. It's a sakana. Similar type of thing. Also sakana. You have a I have a pitcher of wine which was left out overnight. You're concerned that maybe a snake put poison into it. You're not allowed to eat. It's a sakana. And he says not Says the language of the brisa. Lo yitin lo. Don't give it to him. Kayod Sebo, is it saying the Seifa? Because similar to that, lo, it's like it didn't, didn't make it into the first category, right? But it's similar. Lo Yoshit Yisrael Eber Menachayla Ben Noyach, Velo Kosyayin Lenazir. Similarly, you can't give a piece of Eber Menachayla to a guy, and you can't give a cup of wine to a Nazir. So it says that it's if, did you hear the language? The terminology is slightly different from the region to the Seifa. The Seifa uses language of lo yoshi, don't pass it to him. Say the Rasha didn't use that. Lo yitein loy. What's the difference? Well, we already saw in the Gemara and Avaydah Zara a few weeks ago. Lo yoshi means it sounds like it's trayavri dinara. You're on one side of the fence. I'm on the other. You can't get it. I'm going to reach it over. I'm going to hand it over to you. All right, over the bridge. That's lo yoshi, passing it. You need my, you know, an extension. As opposed to yitein loy, you're right here. So it says the Nitziv, oh, this is beautiful. This is a right to the Binyan Sea in this language. Go back to the Nitziv here at the bottom of the paragraph. Harei Bereisha lo diek beloshan lo yoshit. In the beginning of the Bereisha, didn't use this language. Sheyehei mashmo davka betreivri dinara. Didn't use the language which would imply that they're on two sides of a river. Mivur, afilu below treivri dinara, it's still lesser. You're still not allowed to give him that piece of bread. You're still not allowed to give him that jug of wine. Or that piece of melon. He can't do it, even though he can get it himself. And in the Seifa, when it comes to wine, to Nazir, it uses language of Loyoshit. They're in two sides of the river. What's going on? Another question. Why does it say in the Brisa? Give it to me and I'm going to eat it. Why doesn't it just say, Ruvain has a nether, makes a nether, he's not going to eat bread. Okay, don't hand it to him. Why does he have to say this? Give it to me and I'm going to eat it. Or, or, or he could just say, Tenli, give it to me. Why does, that, why does it say in the, in the Brisa, Tenli ve'oichlenu. Every letter that's added, even in a Brisa, deserves attention. Why is it there? Harei afilu yeshlo Don't give it to him, even if he doesn't say he's going to eat it, because maybe he will eat it. Why can't you give a cup of wine to Nazar? Because, hey, a Nazar, he's not always been a Nazar in his whole life. 
people drink wine all the time, make Kiddush. And this guy who's been used to drinking wine, maybe maybe her forget about his Nazirus. Everyone else could drink wine. Maybe he forgot about his Nazirus. So the guy's been eating Lechamishna, he's been eating pitas, he's been eating sandwiches his whole life. So because now he made a nether, we should be concerned. So why didn't the Bryce just say simply, if he says, Tenley, can you hand it to me? Don't give it to him. Why does it have to use the language of Tenley the Eichlenu? It's a beautiful diak. Vimkain, I feel loy omar. The Eichlenu is also. Elots are Eichloimar. You have to answer the Tarvayu Kushus Messiah Shemanoni. It's beautiful. Both of these questions of why does it say the Eichlenu and why in the Rish did it not use the language of Hoshata? Or rather, Yitain. Why, why is that? The answer is that these both questions answer each other. The perish of Ochlenu, what does it mean when he says, Give it to me and I'm going to eat it? I'm going to eat it means right now. That's what it implies. I'm going to eat it right now. Because otherwise, he's just going to give it to me. And then I'll decide later, I'll eat it for dinner. Or saying, Tenley, I'm going to eat it. Can you pass it to me? I want to drink it right now. I want to eat it right now. The Reish is talking about Shas Maisa. He's, he's going to do that right now. Mishum Hachi. For that reason, it doesn't say Layashik. Because you don't need to be, even if it's a Chad every dinara. Because now, Mishum Hachi, I feel a Shalom betray every dinara, Osir. Because now it's going to be Osir, even if it's not on two sides of a river. Masha Enkin, below Amar Ve'oichlenu. If he doesn't say, I'm going to eat it, Afal Gavsh, who Choshet even though you know this guy's had, you know, Nathan's hot dogs for years, doesn't matter. Avalo Bisha Zu. Ve'ena Bisha Smaisa. He's not doing it right now. Okay, that's a beautiful, a beautiful diak, I think, from the Brisa. I was like, I don't know how you get out of this. We're going to see, the Nitzv is going to present a different set of Rishayim, which we haven't seen yet. And he's going to say that, that they hold that it's still going to be Aser, even if it's Shaloi B'Shaz Maisa, and he's going to have to get out of this Brisa. We'll see later on how he gets out of the Brisa when we get to that school of thought. But before we do that, there's one more raya. One more raya that the different achrayim bring, and it's from the Gemara in Gittin and Samach Aleph. We need to analyze the Mishnah and the Gemara with Rashi before we are ready to see the Nitziv's perspective of that Gemara and the Ksav Seifer's perspective of that Gemara. So, let's turn to page page 6 in the handout. And this is the Gemara in Gittin in Daf Samach Aleph Amen Aleph. The Mishnah says as follows: Mashelas isha lechaverta hachashuda alashvius. You have a woman, and uh, they're two friends, okay, Rachel and Leah, and uh, Rachel's Rachel um, Rachel's friend. She's chashar alashvius. It's a good friend, but she knows Leah doesn't really care about shvius. She gave up on it. Rachel's still allowed to lend her friend Leah a nafe, the kivra. These are different types of utensils, a sieve, different types of sieves of, that you use to sift the flour. The rechayim, a millstone, the tanner, those are like a mobile oven. She could lend it to her friend, even though her friends can do something that's forbidden. But you can't do borer. You cannot separate the kernels from the chaff. And you cannot grind the kernels together with her friend. You know, at that point, she says, this much I can't do. She may get upset at her, may be offended, but sorry. Now it's Usser. Till now, I was able to help out. That's the ratio. Second case. Eishas Chavar. You have a wife of a Tamar Chacham. Chavar is a Tamar Chacham. Mash'eles le'eishas am ha'aretz nafa v'kivra. So too here, right? She's also allowed to, again, an Amaaretz, the wife of an Amaaretz. We're going to have to see what's so bad about being the wife of an Amaaretz. What does it entail? We're not talking about Shvius. What's the difference? What, what is it talking about? We'll see this. But there's, there's some issue. You, if, the, if the wife of the Amaaretz is big in the kitchen, get worried. We'll see why. But even though she's in the kitchen, her neighbor, who's uh, the rabbi of the town, his wife is entitled, the Rebbitzin is allowed to lend her neighbor a nafa v'kivra, but it goes even further. She could do breira, which is borer. Um, she could help. She could get more and more involved in the baking process. She can grind the kernels. Mirakedes. Now this is a good question, right? The Gemara, the Gemara in Shabbos talking about borer 
What's the difference? Merakid is like the, the colonel's dancing. And, you know, there's not much. Hainu Bar, the Gemara asks. Hainu Bar, Hainu Merakid. And, um, but it's another step in the process of making bread. So she's allowed to get involved further than the case A, than the narratia of the woman helping out her friend who's not careful in Shvius. What's the difference? We'll see. But, says the Mishnah, even this second case, the Rebetzin, the re- case of the Rebetzin, she, at some point she has to stop too. When's that? When's the when's like the, the final point? Once she adds the water to the flour, you know, up until the flour process, good, she can help out. But once she adds the water to the flour, now she has to say, "Sorry, I gotta go home." Lo siga ima. She cannot touch the bread anymore. Maybe she can continue schmoozing, but that's it. Why? Says the Mishnah. You're not allowed. To, they're doing averus. Didn't say what Avera yet, but they're doing Avera, so you can't help out them. You're not allowed to help out in Avera. And here's one last very, very crucial line in this Mishnah that we need to see. And even in all the different cases of Heter, lending the Nuf of the Kivra to the woman who's not careful in Shvius, lending the Nuf of the Kivra and handling Borer Merakid, with the flower for the woman who's the Amaret, the, the wife of an Amaret. Doesn't say she's an Amaret, she's the wife of an Amaret. And uh, why, why are you allowed to do that? It's only because of Dark Shalom, because we don't want fights going on. We, don't, we, don't, we, we need people to be at peace. But if not for that concern, if there wouldn't be the concern of peace, we still wouldn't allow you to do it. That's, what it's, that's the Diyuk of the Mishnah. Okay, that's what we need to see for now. To first see the perspective of Ksav Seifer, when he sees this mission, what he does with this Mishnah. And then we'll get back to the Nitziv and have to understand why didn't the Nitziv say like the Ksav Seifer? Why did he have to bring a different Raya? And you'll see, even in the Achreinim, like how it's Ga'inus. It's Ga'inus to see and appreciate what they're doing with one Mishnah. One Mishnah, that's it. Okay, take a look on page 14. This is the truth of the Ksav Seifer. The Ksav Seifer was asked, um, about someone who owned a shop of kitaris, of scents, of spices. And uh, every year, the goyim come in, they send their guy, and uh, it's time to buy your spices you know, for their avodazar. And as a Jewish owner, store owner, and he wants to know, is there an issue of me supplying the church with these spices for their, for their avodazar? That's what he's dealing with. And, and, and that's a good, important discussion to talk about goyim. But throughout the truth, you see that the, the Goyim and Jews, there are different halachas about, uh, about uh, helping them facilitate an affair. Okay, but the discussion about Jews comes up here as well. And that's name, namely the shach that we've been talking about. So we're not going to go through the whole truth of the Ksav Seifer. Really, we just want to pull out the points that are pertinent to our discussion. So take a look here. It's in the right-hand column, the paragraph that starts, Vehine HaShach. And that paragraph initially um, detailed exactly what the shach was doing with this issue, the steer and taisvis. And uh, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like the shach one bit. He says, because he's a Jew. A Jew's a Jew. How could you tell me a mummer just because he went off the derech? I'm a lie. I don't have to stop him. I don't have to care about his oilam abba. You have to care about his oilam abba. He even says further, he says, sometimes we find to the contrary that someone who's committing an aver b'mezid we have to be even more proactive in stopping him from doing an Avera. He's doing an Avera, but amazing. He's going to burn that much more than someone who's doing a Bishogeg. So it's uh, contrary to how the Node of Yehuda and Rav Moshe were thinking that a Shogeg tried to help him out. Amazing? What did Rav Moshe say? Let the guy burn. Once he's doing Averas already, let him burn. That's a very different perspective that Zav Seifer has. I saw today a tshuva of the base, base Sha'arim, contemporary of Iksav Seifer, who tries getting out of Hali Taylor Russia. There could be, it's not so simple just to say Hali Taylor Russia, be honest, the guy's already in Avari and let him do more Averis. It could be that that's far limited to Bishas, the two Averis. He's doing Avera A, so then while he's doing Avera A, so then I don't have to be, you know, go out of my way to make sure he doesn't do Avera B. But just because last week he did an Avera A and I hold he's a big Russia, does that mean then the next week? that I don't have to stop him from doing Avera B. The way Sharm holds it, it's not so simple. It's not the same. And that could be maybe Ksav Seifer holds. Ksav Seifer doesn't get into why there's no concept of Hali Taylor Russia. I'm just adding that, the, that what Rav Moshe took for granted, 
um, try to try to answer from the Rebbeinu's son, Kasha, just saying it's not so pasha, not so pasha, and therefore the Ksav Seifer is stuck. He's back at the steer between Taisus and. So what does he say? He's going to say like the Binyan but he doesn't quote the Binyan Take a look at the next paragraph. It starts off Divra Mascha Uliyashev. Uliyashev Kushyas Shach Hatsuma. The big strong question of the Shach. Vestiras Divri Harash Vitaisvis Viri Viran, really. Right? Near the Fianas Taiti. Seems as follows. The Yesh Lachalik Beinha the Per Kamad the Shabbos, the Per Kamad of Aydazar. The Beper Kamad the Shabbos, Haoni Hamoiti, I mean Yachli Adashalabayas. As soon as the Balabais is standing there, the Ani is starting the Aveira. He's, he's present at the beginning of the Aveira. He can stop him. The Ani is putting it into the hands of the Balabais, the apple. He doesn't, the Ani doesn't need the Balabais' hands. He could have dropped it on the table. He could have done it without him. There you have it. The Ksav Seifer said Midrabanan as well. Where'd the Rosh get it from? Because since we have an obligation as parents, as adults, as, as Jewish adults, to stop and ensure young children don't do Averis. So then, if a katan, a child who's not obligated in, in, in mitzvahs, I have an obligation to stop him. I shouldn't, I shouldn't proactively help, even if I'm not really needed. He doesn't need me to, to do what he wants to do, but I'm actually involved. That I for sure I can't do. That was the Kol Shekin of the Rush. So that's only true. If I'm giving the piece of Isser, giving the Trefus to the Mummer in his hand, even if I know for sure he's going to eat it, when I gave it to him, he hasn't eaten it yet. He has it in his hands. Then, maybe even it's a minute later, then he puts it in, he takes, you know, he takes a bite out of it. I'm not present. I'm done. I walked away. Same thing as the Binyan Sin. However, that's why the rayas need to be understood. They need to be analyzed because there are small nuances that come out. So look, look where he gets it from. I'm going to bring you a proof to this. I'm going, to, I'm going to demonstrate that there's this difference between helping him out while he's, a, or while he's about to do the Avera as opposed to um, prior to the Avera. What does it say there? Mashalas Isha, the Rasha. A woman is allowed to lend a to, to, to lend a a sieve, a sifter, but she can't get involved. Because of Rashi. We didn't see Rashi yet. I was waiting for you to see the Ksav Cipher. What is the language of Rashi there? Why can't why can't she help out go through the sifting process? Why is she only allowed to be there to lend her the sifter, the sieve? She should help be able to help her grind it, sift it. Why can't she do that? Explains Rashi. Says the Ksav Seifer. So why could she lend enough of a kivra? Because that's not shas avera. That's before she's done anything. Now we haven't discussed what avera is. <clears throat> but that's not called Shasavera. And Visaima, Lefisha ain Messiah de Oivra Avera, the Kulam like Amrelamim ne Darke Shalom. The Kulam Shahi, that's the end of the Mishnah. So you see that you're entitled to do it as long as it's prior to the Avera. That's the Chilat. The Kulam Shahi, Tiru, Lahashal, Kalam, the Shalom, Shalobashasavim ne Darke Shalom. And everything that was mut in the Mishnah called Darke Shalom. Hare Mavor! You see clearly, there's a difference, there's a stark difference. Again, this is the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan are, are, are entitled to make their call. At which point do we say, now your involvement is too, too, you're too involved. When you're there as the person's about to, to participate in the to, to begin the Avera, that's called being too much involved. As opposed to, if it's beforehand, we don't view you as being a partner in crime. 
That's the Raya. What's the obvious question on this? The obvious question he's going to ask on himself in a minute, and it's also going to have to deal with this, is, is that the mission just said the only reason why it's mutter is because of Dark Shalom. Without Dark Shalom, it would have been Aser. So don't you see that you're not allowed to be a Messiah, even if it's not Bashat Savera? You see, it's Aser. It's only because of Dark Shalom. So what's the answer to that? Just says the Ksav Saimur. Veloy Tikshi. You should not ask. Really? What you're bringing me as a proof is a stira to what you're saying. Because the only reason why they were lenient is because of Dark Shalom. They, they don't want fights to break out. So what's the answer to that? Yesh No, there's a difference. Shiny Hasam. There's a difference between lending utensils, or to help her sift through the flour, grind them. Those are, and this is again, this is a little, I don't want to say arbitrary, but you're going to see different chilukim, in, 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 different gedarim in, in Achreinu. He says, this is called the siyuah by mamish. You're really helping out. You're, you're really helping her out do the do the Aveira. She needs a sifter. She doesn't have a sieve. Is it a, is a, is there such a thing as a sifter or they're all called sieves? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <coughs> without the sieve, she can't she can't bake her bread. What's she supposed to do? Um, so that's that's called like a siyushish by mamish. There's much more of a uh, a serious involvement here. We also have to say the Mishnah is talking about, parenthetically, that she could get a sieve from the other neighbor. She doesn't need you. So that's that's one case. The case of Mishnah, they needed Chazal had to add one more sniff lahakel, and that's called Dark Shalom because they said oh, the problem is here that there's a there's a real siyushayish mamish. You're really helping her out. I know it's not shasavera, but you're very involved. You're heavily involved. So what's the difference? If I want to hand the hot dog to the mummer, the tray for hot dog, he can get it. He can pick himself up and walk across the table to the side of the table. Handing a hot dog over to him is not as, you know, seeped in the action as giving something over to enable the achila. You know, I, as I handed it over to you. You know what, I, you know what this can be compared to? In the Taisis, in the beginning of uh, of Shabbos, I'm talking about Hotza. So Hotza is a is a funny malacha. Taisis calls it a malacha gerua. What did you do? The Torah says you're not allowed to do lametes malachis in Shabbos. So we could hear, you know, the Arachim. Take a look at the Arachim and I think it's in Parshas Yisra. He goes through this at length. You know, there are different different malachis require exertion. Some malachas require skill. You know, so the Torah views different activities as being too, you know, intense, let's call it. Oh, and all of a sudden comes Haitzah. I can't carry this paper from my house to outside. What do I do? There's no exertion, there's no skill. Why is the Torah asking that? It's hard to understand. And the Torah says it's a malacha gerua. Haitzah v'achnasa. Because there's not that much, in, you're not doing that much. So I think we could, I think we could borrow this, this idea to over here. You know, I'm handing you the hot dog. Did I facilitate that very? Yes. You know, on one hand, I handed it to you. You could have come come over here and picked it up yourself. So what, I made it more convenient. I, I got it to you quicker. Okay, the hot dog was prepared. You could have walked here and got it. That's different. That's not called the siyush yish by mamish, says the Ksav Seifer. Whereas an isha, that's mashal, is enough of a kira. That's much more intrinsic. There's much more value to that participation. You cannot bake your bread without it. Even if you can get a sieve, a sieve from your neighbor, so it's not leaf naiver, you can get one from somewhere else. But the sieve is a critical, you know, it's, it's, there, there's, there's, um, 
much more substantial uh, involvement. It, it's, you know, maybe if you if you have a better way of coin, coining it, it's um, it's more significant. It's not a, it's 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 like a real malacha. It's 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 not malacha garua. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not like haitzah. Like, like handing something over is is not that not that valuable. It's not that helpful as opposed to having a, enough of a giver is much more much more valuable. It adds a lot more to the final product. You know, certain people, you know, many times people are involved in a, in a Kiddush or they're involved in, in arranging some program. You know, there's the thank yous. You know, at every bar mitzvah, there's the thank yous. So some people make it, get, make it you know, past the cut and some people don't. I, they also helped out. Teretz is that their help was not as valuable. It, didn't, it was not as intrinsic. It was not as necessary um, to the to the simcha, and they you know they get the general you know the thank you at the end you know and thank you for everyone else who but they don't get um, special uh, special honorable mention. Um, that's the same thing over here. You need to see you. She has to really be helping. She lent me the sieve. I could not have made the bread without her. You know, he handed me the hot dog. That's a little different than she lent me the sieve. That's I think you know if I can give a good muscle. That's uh, hopefully I, that's I think that that's what the ksav sefer is saying. So therefore, Chazal when the siyushiyish b'mamish Chazal only gave you the leniency when there's darkei shalom. They only allowed you to participate. Amaretz, you know, Rebbitzin's dealing with Amaratzim. It can get very sticky. Let her help her out. Um, that's what the ksav sefer is saying. But other than that, if there's no issue of siyushiyish b'mamish, it would have been mutter because it's. It's um Shalai Bishas Avera. That's his chilek. Ubishasha Isaha Isser, Sphere Lela Rosh, Vitaisis. And therefore, when you're doing the Isser, then the Rosh and the Taisis hold. Gam Siyuah Kazo. Even if it's aimed by Mamish, you're just handing it over, but it's Shas Isser. Come on, the guy's about to put it in his mouth. Then you should really stop him. Mikalva Chayim in the Chiv La Afrisha, Kisharim Kisha Isa, Isser. Kosha came to Osir Lusayeh Bishas Isser, Afilusiyuah. Even if it's not that yeah, that valuable, not not that uh, serious involvement, but still, you're right there. He's about to do an avera. Stop him from doing it. Um, okay, fine. So what comes out from this ksav cipher? We can we can conclude this ksav cipher here. What comes out from it is as follows. He holds the binyan There's a difference between koydama shas avera and shas avera. Good, but there's a caveat, and what is that? Is that if there's a siyua shiyish by mamish, you're really involved, so then we're not going to be so quick to allow that. You may need darke shalom. Okay, well, let's put this back into, plug this back into our case. You have a good shidduch idea. I think that everyone knows that a shadchan is a pretty uh, heavy hitter. Again, this will make a difference whether we're talking about someone officiating at a, at a chasana or not. Yeah, you need someone to officiate, but technically, Speaking, two people can get married without without a rabbi there, as long as they know what they're doing. Um, a shachin, you know, everyone, people are indebted for their lives. They talk to you know, they, some people. I know my mother-in-law is a shachin. There are people who call her, you know, on their anniversary, just saying, you know, want to thank you, express our thanks. Beautiful thing. You know, um, people see them as being the shliach. It's, it's a very, very noble deed, and people have a tremendous gratitude for it. Is that a siyushi ish by mamish? Would you need darke shalom to permit that? We're going to see the nativ will throw in another criteria, lemaisa, for allowing this. Um, but it's not so simple, the Felix Safer. I don't think that we could just walk away and say, hey, this is all before the Shas Maisa, you know, fine and dandy. There might be, even the Felix Safer, you might not be so happy about it. Okay. That is the Ksav Seifer. Now let's turn back to the Nitziv and see what he sees in this Gemara because he sees something totally different. Turn back to page one. It's on. Okay. Back here, the Nitziv, three lines from the bottom. See already a difference from the Ksav Cipher? Anyone picked it up yet? Where's his riot coming from? It's coming from the Seifa. 
not coming from the Risha. It's not coming from the Isha with, you know, the Rebetzin and, and the woman, or just forget the Rebetzin, the two friends. One of them is Chashan on Shvias, on Shemitah. It's not talking about that. This is talking about the Rebetzin and the Amaharetz. Second, the second Bava. It says there that Eishas Chaver Mashalas Leisha Amaretz Nafa VeKivra Uboyreres VeToychenes Umirakedesima Avol Mishatadal Samayim. Right? She's allowed to not only lend the sieve; she's also allowed to go one step further and help her grind the kernels of wheat and sift them. Avol, but you know where she has to stop? Mishatadal Samayim Loitigayim. She's got to stop touching it. Sheein Machzik in the Avir Avira. Bekul and Loyamrel Mene Darkeshon. That's the Mishnah. Okay, so now we have to see the Gemara to appreciate what the Hatsiv is going to do. But he's coming from, that's why I first read this part, he's coming from the second part of the Mishnah. So look at back at the Gemara now on page six. The Gemara asks, Maishna Reisha Umaishna Seifa. Simple question. Case A, by, we'll call it the Shemitah case, it says she could lend her a sieve, but she can't help her grind. Case B, by the Amaaretz, Aishas Amaaretz, not only could she lend her a sieve, she could also help her grind. She just can't touch it once there's water, water poured in. What's the difference? Why is one allowed to be involved in the grinding process and when the woman's not allowed to? That's the Gemara's question. Omar Abaye, you know the answer is? Rov Ami Haaretz, master name. Yeah, in the second case, it's a little different than the first case. The first case, we're dealing with a woman who's not careful on Shemitah. That's like Issa Daraisa, explains Rashi. As opposed to the case of Trumas of Amaaretz, you know what the issue is? It's not Shemitah. It's not a year of Shemitah. Or the issue is, is that this is a woman who's not going to take off Trumas and Meisters. Or she didn't take off Trumas and Meisters yet. And, but, but, meaning we're suspect that she didn't. But Rov Amaaretz, take him off. Her husband, I know, we know he's an Amaaretz. He's in charge of all the grain in the house. We could assume that he took it off. There still is a Chashash. It's called Demai, right? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. So I wouldn't need it, but we could say and therefore says Amaya, we are more lenient, especially once it's we allow her to be involved. That's what Abaye said. And that's why the second case of B is more lenient than case A. Rava Amat Rava says no. Different shot. Hacha We know what kind of husband this woman has. He's an Amaaretz of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir's definition of Amaaretz. What's Rabbi Meir's definition of Amaaretz? The Tanya, it says in Abraisa. Ezehu Amaaretz. You want to know? You want to meet an Amaaretz? Kol sheina oichel chuliyav v'tara. Someone who does, who's not careful to ensure that all his food is eaten when he's tohar. He doesn't care. You know, someone walks in and they're tummy, they're a zav. Here, you want a piece of cake? Here, touch my, touch my entire dish. It's okay. I'll eat it too. Excuse me. Don't you, again. This is Chulet. He's not a Kayin, a regular Yisrael. There's a concept of eating in Dindir concept of eating all your food, Bitara. If a person is not careful nowadays, obviously we're not, we can't be careful with this, um, but a person is not careful that Rabbi Meir considers him an Amart. Rabbi Meir. Someone who doesn't take off Maestris, that's called an Amart. So, says Rava, the Amart, the Rabbi Meir, is, is the discussion over here. And what's the issue now? Since he's not careful, we're concerned. And that's what Rava says. He, we're concerned that um, this dough that she's going to be baking, this, this flour is going to become tame now by this Aishas Amaretz. You're helping her. You, know, you lend her a sieve. The minute that she starts sifting it, it's already becoming tame. And Rashi explains a very important halacha that you probably are aware of. The Pasuk says, and Mayim love that, that um, food, any growth, only becomes tame once it's been detached, it's been severed from the ground, and then it becomes wet. Then it's If you have a dead bug, one of the Shemani Shratzim, that touches an apple while it's still on the tree, the apple's not tame. If the apple falls off the tree and the sheritz touches it, it's still not tame. If the apple falls off the tree and it rains, and then the sheritz touches it, now it's tame. So explains Rashi that that's what we're talking about. We're talking about grain, which was it came off, you know, it was already harvested, got wet, 
And now, the, you know, it's made it to the home of the Amaretz. His wife is now starting to bake bread for Shabbos. And uh, she calls her rabbits and neighbor to help her bake her chal. So that's the case now. So now, should we allow her? Should we allow her to, to help her out? We're going to say, we can because of Dark Yishalem. But it's not as bad. It's Dirabonan. You know, Chulen, you're not a Koyin. Okay, it's a nice thing, but you don't have to do it. As opposed to Shvius, Shmita. No, that we can't let you be that involved. You want to lend her a sieve, gesundte eight. But past that, you can't get. You can't go over to the house. You can't help her do that. That's what it says. That's that's the chiluk that Rava is saying. Okay, hope that's clear because this nitziv is going to 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 work with these steps here in the Gemara. Abaye says one thing. We don't have to think about Abaye right now. We're going to be dealing with Rava. Rava says case A shmita bad deraisa can't help her out. Case B it's talking about tuma of chulin. And therefore, it's not as bad. Dark Shalmit's mother asks the Gemara, the Hamidiktani Seifa, from the fact that it says in the Seifa, Mishatatalas Hamayim Loisigaima, Michlal Deresha Lavatumavataraskina. Excuse me, Rava, that answer is just not going to cut it. Because from the fact that the Mishnah then says, once there's water involved, oh, water involved, now it's Hukshilakabal Tuma. Now there's going to be serious issues. There's water. You can't, now there's going to have real issues. So says, so, so it sounds like, says the Gemara, until now we weren't dealing with grain that's hooked from the Kabbalah That grain could have, could, can't, the, the flour that she's sifting with Amaretz, what's your, what's the concern? She's helping to make, it's not Tameh yet. Until she puts the water, it's not Tameh. It can't become Tameh. So Rava, forget, it sounds like there's another issue totally irrelevant to, to Tumah Batara. That's what it sounds like. That's what the Gemara's Kash and Rav is. So it answers the Gemara. Reisha v'seifa v'tumah v'tara v'reisha v'tumah schulin v'seifa v'tumah schala. No, it's not such a severe kite. Tatl Mayim makes it worse because now Tatl Mayim basically is Gilgal. The Mishnah, you know, third paragraph of Chala says that your dough only becomes tame for Chala. Right, only only come really. Oh, sorry, only chayv and chala. Right, if that's you put flour and water in a bowl. Okay, you have enough flour and you have enough water to you know get your five pounds, four pounds, whatever sheet you go with, and um, you look at it and say, okay, do I have to take off chala yet? No, you don't think of chala. You start mixing it. Not chayv and chala until gilgal. It needs to be that it's starting to form. Um, much more than just the isa, gilgal is the next step. So until that time. It's not chayv and chala. So now, says Rav, there's a very big difference. To be metame chala is much worse than being metame chulin. Okay? Now, even if it's not chala yet, even if it's, it's, it's but it's what's called hutv lechala. It's ready to, it's ready to be, for chala to be taken off. For you to go and be metame, that, that's an isra daraisa. For a person to be metame chala. Now, we, nowadays, we're all metame chala because we're all tamein. We don't have a choice. Um, but back then, back in the day, if you had to avail, if it was possible to, to ensure that the, that the dough doesn't become tummy, you have to be very careful when you're baking challah. So that's the answer of the Gemara. That's the answer of the Gemara. That the case of case B is Koitarava Chulin. Chulin. The, the Rebbitzin is not allowed to help with the Amaretz because the Chulin has already been It's already been, 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 been uh, rained on, it's gotten wet. And now you have to be careful because if she gets involved, it's going to become tummy dirabonon. The next step of once it comes chala, it's going to be even worse. And therefore, then you have to say, bye, I'm going back home. That's the answer of Rav. Says the Nitziv, I don't know if we're going to get through all this right now. But hopefully, I just felt that to take our time going through the Gemara, getting the Gemara klar, getting those steps of the Gemara klar is very crucial in, uh, in understanding where the Nitziv is coming from. And to understand also why he's going to reject the Ksav Seifer's right and the nafgaminas from that, okay? Hopefully you have a cup at 9.57 on a Tuesday night uh, for this. Okay, so says the Nitzif, going back here. He quoted the Mishnah, and now he's going to quote the Gemara. Umefarish Rava, we're on the top, second, second line from the top on, on page two of the handout. Umefarish Rava, the Mairi Ba'am Ha'aretz, the Rebbe Meir. Okay, that's what Rav said. This is going to hopefully be a good summary for everyone. The Gemara asks, 
quote, end quote, so then, Rava, we weren't talking about Tama Vitara. That can't be the issue of the Rebetzin making challah with the Eish Samaret. Well, Mishani, the Gemara answers, no, Reisha Tumas Chulin, Vesefa Vitumas Chala. Okay, they're both two different types of Tama. One's the Rabbana, one's the Rais. Akasha asks, and it's if, I don't understand. I don't understand the thing that just happened in this Gemara. Ha'afilu ba'od shalom nitma. Before Rava came up with this Kiddush about, oh, and it really was, it got rained on, and now it's going to become Tameh, even though it's still Chulin. Wait a second. Isn't there another issue over here, says the Nativ? You know, what's the lady doing? She's mixing flour with water to do what? To make her challah for Shabbos. So it's going to have challah. She's going to be making, she's going to be metameh challah daraisa. It's going to happen. Why aren't we concerned in that? Why is the Gemara saying Rava is nothing to do with Tum of there's, there's no other issue here, Rava. We can't figure out what the issue is. There's no issue, says that's a big issue. She's going to make it to Chala. She's going to make a Tame. Why are you not concerned with that? Why is that not a good enough of a reason? That's the Kasha. You know where he's going with this. What's he going to say? He's going to say because that's not Chasavera. Right? As long as it has not been Huxhul Kabul Tum, as long as it has not been rained on, so then Shkoyach, you're helping her. Grind it. Grinding it is not being metamit just yet. She'll be metamit once she puts in the water. But until that point, it's not. It's no shaykhis to tuma. So, 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 so that's where the tip's going. So I'll just speak it out here. The lady's going to make a tame. How can I help out? It makes a lot of sense why the Mishnah should say that it's Asr, if not for Dark Shalom. And again, even Dark Shalom, why is it Mutter? Why, what's, the, what's the help? What's, what does it help in Dark Shalom? Says Tais, he's really calling Tais here. You know what? Why, we, why would we allow this woman? Why do we allow the rabbits to help her out? It's not just because not Shas Aveira, you know she's doing Aveira. Um, it's because we still need Dark Shalom. The reason is, is, is because. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll say, even though we don't know that we don't, we don't think it's going to happen, we'll say maybe she'll use apple juice. Apple juice is May Paris. May Paris, right? There's only, I forgot to mention, for a uh, grain, for an apple to become susceptible to tumma, it has to be uh, become wet with the Shiva Mashkin, Yad Shachatam, right? That, that's the acronym for the seven types of liquids which make a fruit susceptible to tumma. Maybe. She's going to make her, or again, Mizonis rolls, right? They're not really Mizonis anymore. But maybe she's going to make her Mizonis rolls and she's going to make an apple juice. She's going to make pizza. Pizza, though, nowadays is made with, with, with apple juice. Many of them, some use milk, whatever it is. Oh, milk is actually one of the, one of the Shiva Mashkin. But she, maybe she used May Peres. So since we have a, what we call a Tlia, she can't, she could use something else. Okay, I, I can get involved. Maybe, I'm, who says I'm helping her? Maybe it won't become Tame. So the, he, this is just like, Parenthetical, why we'd why would we, we would be allowed to do it? We have this tlia, right? Wait a second. That's why the mission says once you put in water, water for sure is metame. So frack then it's if okay. So then my maksha Let Rava say Rava argue with 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 uh, with Abaye, and Rava says time out. Um, we're worried that she's going to metama ama aret. She's going to metama the chulin. So why is the we're saying yeah? But it's not. It's not tamei yet. Who cares if it's not tamei yet? It's going to become tamei, and and we should answer it right now. So why? What's the question on Rava? Ella al karchach. What you have to say is afilu litlis b'davarachik. Sorry, what's the point? Ella al karchach. The cave and shulifnei ma'isa aveira shari afilu b'loy darkei shalom. That's what the Gemara is asking. There was no issue of Tumma before Mitatal Amayim. And all it is, is, is that um, Tumma, yeah, because of Tatal Amayim, then that wouldn't be Asr beforehand. You'd be allowed to get involved, even without that Kishalim, because it's Kodim Shasa Veira. The Ain Tzorach, I feel little, is with Avrachim, Mishum Hachim, Maksha Shabbaler, of the Alkorach, my Beresha Gamkin, Shai Roy Lesser, Umishani, the Resha Gamkin, my Shayatame, Alatamas Hulin, Harimavord, with the Maisa Avira. You see from here, Maisa Aveira, before Maisa Aveira, before you get involved in Maisa Aveira, it's mother. That's his right. Okay, we're going to leave off with a question. How come the Nitziv 
Why is the Ksav Cypher being a riot from the case A? And the Nitziv is completely oblivious to case A. Starts from case B. Goes to how the Gemara, you know, asked the Kasha, like, wasn't it simple enough the way that Rashi, that the Ksav Cypher brought Rashi, who says that in case A, a woman has a neighbor who's not careful in Shemitah. And Rashi says, I'm not allowed to grind it with her because it's Shasavera. Sounds like Shalobi Shasavera, it's on him as a mother. Well, what happened to that Raya? Why didn't the Nitziv bring it? Not only that, we're going to see the Nitziv's going to bring a Raya from that Rashi. He's going to prove that you see if that sheet this Rashi is, that even Shalobi Shasavera is also. I'll leave you uh, with your homework for the weekend. How can that be? How could you see a 180 in Rashi? That the Rashi is, is mashma faket from the Seifa. And that's when the needs to bring a ride from the Seifa. Okay, we'll leave off with that. Shukayach, everyone. Have a great week. And uh, have any others, please send them over. Shukayach. Shukayach. Okay.